this is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Creona, is it too early in the show to play a cover? No! Is it too early to play some Michael Munro? No! All right, then you better get ready for this week's Covers Corner. No! Oh, yes. a new group to me in the shape and form of Joe Hofus and the George Jonestown Massacre who on the 21st will be issuing Hairs of the Dog a tribute to Nazareth and it's heir as in the person who inherits and continues the work of a predecessor and apparently it's the third in a series of charity orientated tribute albums by the said band obviously this is because of the title, their take on Nazareth's iconic and career-making best-selling double platinum LP, Hair of the Dog. Guest musicians have joined in, that include uh, Frank, you can never be in too many bands, Moore, Blaine Cartwright, Eddie Spaghetti with uh, Rutger Sears and Greg Martin on Miss Misery, that sounds remarkably like this.
The final cover on this week's Covers Corner comes courtesy of the Electric Cactus and their cover of Elvis Presley's Heartbreak Hotel that sounds so much better than Danzig covering the king, even if he didn't actually tackle this one. This particular version of Heartbreak Hotel can be found on the band's self-titled debut album. However, a slightly longer, smoother demo version can be found on their Bandcamp site on the three-track Demolish EP. Unbelievably, both EP and album are of the name-your-price persuasion. But I'm sure you will throw a few Canadian dollars in their general direction when you download them both. Bullets and Octane had sadly split up in March, but I failed to notice that three of them, as in Johnny Undill, Philippe Rodrigo and Zachary Kibbe, had remained together and formed the Mercury Riots. It was only after Johnny posted on social media that they were playing this year's Hard Rock Sleaze that I became aware of them. And to make matters worse, Mercury Riots have already released a single called Save a Drink for Me that obviously I completely missed. However, two weeks ago, as in the 30th of April, future streaming, downloading and non-live Rock Radio UK listeners, the band issued a second single called Light It Up that uh, I haven't missed, even if it is a couple of weeks after the event, that I'm going to play for you right now. Countries of LA, 
as you know, pronunciation is not my forte. So when I was presented by a Finnish band who sing in Finnish with a Finnish name, I know I'm in trouble. However, a good tune is a good tune and shouldn't be cast asunder because I can't pronounce it or the band or the band members. So this is the deal. Vilisi Kakoski sent me an email with a song attached. The song in question is Cone that translates into English meaning machine. The band in question is Nike Jamuzi that I am reliably informed means bangers and mash. As I said, a good tune is a good tune. have just released a new album called Black Dog. Now, before I go any further, I should point out that there are two versions of Sham 69. I was going to say touring and recording, but for the last 18 months or so, yeah, touring hasn't been possible, and recording has taken on a whole new remote process. Without getting into it, the two versions are the Sham 69 that formed in Hersham in 1975 and split up in 1979 with Jimmy Percy and Dave Parsons reforming the band in 1987, Jimmy left this lineup along with then bassist Matt Sargent at the end of 2006, forming Day 21, with Tim V taking over vocal duties. Then, in 2011, Dave Parsons left this lineup and with 
Percy announcing the reformation of the 1977 classic lineup comprising of Percy Parsons and Dave Tregana, with Danny Fury spending a year on the drum stool before Robin Guy picked up the drumsticks, which obviously is the second version. Phew. Uh, Black Dog has been released by the Tim V lineup, and just as an aside, drummer Ian Whitewood, who has been drumming for that particular Sham 69 since 1987, used to be in Tormé, who recorded and released Back to Babylon and Die Pretty Die Young. From Black Dog, this is Life by Numbers. Life by Numbers Wakes you up from consumer slumbers It's never gonna be should it be the same old boy doom and dust again? Nowadays, statistics like a war has ballistics, and Mrs. Jones has lost her son. Bojo rides off into the sun. Two, four, six, eight, who do we obliterate? Lap by numbers. Wakes you up from consumer slumbers It's never gonna be Ah, should it be the same old boy Doom and dust again The tears run down a window With the face of a future widow It's all too late, all too soon Never the bride, never the groom Two, four, six, eight, who do we obliterate? Lap by numbers Wakes you up from consumer slumbers It's never gonna be Ah, oh, should it be the same old boy Doom and dust again until a couple of weeks ago had two versions using the same name was LA Guns you could quite easily replace the names in the Sham 69 story with those in LA Guns if you wanted to know what was what however the Phil Lewis and Tracy Guns version are now the sole users of the LA Guns name with drummer Steve Riley's version becoming Riley's LA Guns Right, now we've cleared that up. LA Guns will be releasing on the 9th of July Cocked and Loaded Live as the title suggests is their second album played and recorded live in its entirety. Of course, a track has been lifted from it to excise us and get us in the mood. That track is Malaria that sounds remarkably like this.
This is Gizbutt from Jaina Stark, and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. And in my opinion, you'd be absolutely nuts to listen to anything else. Of course, Phil Lewis sung in tour, mate, at the same time that Ian Whitewood was the drummer. Oh, the interconnectedness. I'm still gay that I didn't go and see LA Guns when they played The Underworld in 2017, with Bernie Tormay playing Rip and Tear with them for the encore. Fortunately, David Williams, hello David, filmed it and it's up on YouTube for everyone to enjoy. Straight after LA Guns and the live version of Malaria, you heard because I play Johnny Thunders and Personality Crisis, taken from the soon-to-be-released Costa Nostra live at the Mud Club 1983 Gothenburg CD. And if you missed um, the uh, Johnny Thunders 30th anniversary memorial show on Facebook, because of the time difference, do not fear, as it's all up on YouTube. Sticking with interconnectedness, El Slick, who joined the New York Dolls for the Dancing Backwards in High Heels tour, I... I never felt that he was a good fit for the Dolls. I would have preferred if Frank Infante, who played on the album, was to have you know, remained in the band. No disrespect to Earl. Anyway, as I was saying, uh, he has a new album coming out on the 2nd of July called Fist Full of Devils. The first fruits from said album came out last week in the shape and form of Bad Brew. It's an instrumental track, uh, making me wonder if the whole album is that way inclined. I've no problem with it either way. Sometimes instrumentals are just what the doctor ordered.
The Ruby News, who are probably best known for their cover of Tommy James and the Shondells, I think we're alone now, that was also covered by Tiffany. Uh, I Want to Be Your Boyfriend, that uh, Avril Lavigne allegedly based her hit Girlfriend on, and Rock and Roll is Dead, that the helicopters named their sixth album after, but only played the song live. I mean, how they didn't get a recording in the studio beats me, as it sounds so much like the copters. Anyway, coming back from, well, going off on a tangent, the Ruby News are all set to release the CBS tapes that, as the title suggests, was recorded at CBS Studios yeah, in San Francisco. The year was 1976, before they were signed to the Berserkly Records. Uh, the CBS tapes captured the band not so much as being power pop, but as the scrappy bratty kids that they were. This is I Want Her So Bad from the aforementioned album. are the Vancouver's who sadly didn't come from the city that they took their name from but uh, from Madrid in Spain to be honest I wasn't completely au fait with the band but from what I understand they were only active at the beginning of the 1990s for a handful of years my attention was drawn to them thanks to Get Hit Recordings repressing the band's debut US single and emailing me said information the single in question is called Gotta Shake It so obviously I'm going to play you right now.
Now, I'm not a fan of genres, as there are two types of music, good and bad, but I appreciate that sometimes that they are necessary in conveying where a band is musically coming from. But egg punk? What the heck is that? Apparently, and to quote from the interweb, so it must be genuine, egg punk is a sub-genre of punk that started around 2013 in northwest Indiana. Well, it seems the ghoulies, who hail from Perth, Australia, and not northwest Indiana, play a surrealist, frantic and glorious unhinged brand of egg punk with fat hooks, with fat in capital letters. So my interest was piqued, even more so when I continued reading the PR email, which went on to say the band's new EP, Reprogram, is a banging, no G, burnt out of super wigged out weirdness that's over in roughly 10 minutes. From Reprogram, this is NPC. on the heels of me informing you of the 40th anniversary box set of Motorhead's No Sleep Till Hammersmith and pre-ordering it along with purchasing the Louder Than Noise live in Berlin 2CD double vinyl affair another live Motorhead album has been released this time it's The Lost Tapes Volume 1 live in Madrid 1995 with me guessing the other volumes are all set to be released at some point all the fan favourites are present and correct with the obligatory smattering of songs taken from their current album, in this case, it was sacrificed. What surprised me was the inclusion of Hawkwind's Silver Machine, that, of course, Lemmy sang lead vocals on. As this tour was 26 years ago, I can't remember if they played it over here in the UK. Anyway, at Creona, this is it, live in Madrid.
Now, if Stacia had been dancing on stage with them, I think I would have remembered that. Right, once again, it appears that I am running out of time. However, I'm going to end this week's show with two brand spanking new tracks from Charlie Harper in non-UK subs mode as Charlie Harper and the Sub Machine and Alvin Gibbs also in non-UK sub mode with his disobedient servants. Both singles you can pre-order right now from the Time and Matter Bandcamp site, the digital versions. You'll get straight away with the vinyl shipping in August. Up first is Charlie's offering of Panic, which is one of the two tracks on the double A-sided single. Post-war punks is the other. Joining Charlie as the submachines are brothers Marlon and Bram Payne, alongside Marley Perez, who is Charlie Harper's grandson, on post-war punks with Victoria Smith, great surname, relieving Bram of base duties on panic. your eyes peeled for Charlie's autobiography and Anarchy of Demons to be published by Rare Bird Books in LA, US of A hopefully later this year. Alvin's single is a three track affair called State of Grace. The tracks in question are State of Grace, Brother Sister and Two Badges in Love. Lee Haggerty from the Ruts DC and Jamie Oliver from the Subs are still on board for this single. All three tracks are cracking songs with Alvin honing his Elvis meets Glenn Danzig vocal style on Brother Sister and Two Bad She's In Love. On the title track that I'm just about to play you now, he sings it more or less straight ahead, leaving Elvis and Glenn for the other two. Until next week, take it easy. (laughs) 
Lodge production that was produced by Barton Stacy, engineered by Fenny Bridges and curated by me, Armitage Smith.